Hey guys, it's Drayton. Just a little editor's note. This episode gets a little wild, so be ready for that. Just a little disclaimer. Um, but we have a lot of fun, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Is your Apple Watch turned down? We bowling. Turkey. Set on the fucking fucking laundry. Oh, it's hot in here, bro. I just got. <coughs> oh god, both your hair showing. <laughs> right, right, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> I just can't believe you put my headphones right there. That's, I'm not mad about it. I'm just like confused. <laughs> right on my, right on my, right on my laundry basket. Stop, get the phones off the table. You make noise. Put them in your pocket. Damn, it's broke. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be oh, dope. Yeah, uh, we're talking about what are we talking about again? I don't actually remember that. Three, two. One zero. Hey guys, and welcome back to Cheap Shots Podcast. Uh, today I have Drayton with me. Hello. And we also have special guest Sydney. How's it going? So, today on our episode of Cheap Shots Podcast, uh, per Sydney's request, since he is our guest, we are going to talk about gaming music. Sick. Indeed. Like those like those YouTube compilations of like gamer music that you listen to while you play COD? No, I don't. The like no. trap game music. Not that, no. not that kind of music. That? No, no. The, the music it's that's like, actually... It's like trap gamer music to play COD too, or something. Why would you do that? I tried it once one night really late and it actually was pretty good but wow. i didn't do well wow because <laughs> it was really loud that exists <sighs> all right <laughs> okay well long and short i mean with gaming music i feel I, like truly when you brought it up to me i really did think that it, it's something that's kind of underappreciated i think it is kind of cool to talk about it because i feel like there's a lot of like, gaming music out there that doesn't get recognition or like some of it does and it's like 25 percent of the game and the feeling of the game absolutely which is crazy because honestly you never pay attention to it half the time yeah you just kind of feel it but um before we hop into that what have you guys been playing this week oh oh yeah so uh i've been playing my new xbox series x what's that right they they have those in stock at best buy right no they do not oh okay please stop asking sir cool please please stop asking do they have those in stock at apple a great a a great gift for the holidays the the xbox series x yeah Yeah, a great gift for the holidays that you'll never actually be able to no not this holiday (laughs) yeah (laughs) a great gift for like february maybe you're lucky it's a we have 500 controllers oh but not one console it's almost like they could have just not manufactured the controllers and instead used that to manufacture just just make make more consoles Yeah. yeah um but yeah uh been been playing the series x been playing some uh valhalla and uh also been playing some uh call of duty black ops cold war is that the full yeah. fucking title because not only is 
Activision hopping on the Apple bandwagon <laughs> of XSR Max t- <laughs> 2. What? <laughs> but um, we were talking about like no the Series X and like the fact that it's like Xbox Series X, Xbox One X, X. Xbox Series X S Max. <laughs> Dude, knows? you know what I you know what I cannot wait for is for when these consoles are like readily available. And People parents, asking for the wrong one. Oh, parents come yeah. in. Uh, my kid wants the Xbox, um, the Series S or the S. Yes, is my answer. Yeah. I guess hey, it just depends on what kind of TV you have for one. I mean, uh, yeah, if you well, want it to look good on a 4K we, TV. Can we not this, talk about TVs and how I'm having to buy a new fucking TV? You don't have to buy a new TV. I do, though. It bothers me that I paid that much money and my console can't run at 4K. Listen, that is a problem. Why can't your TV just do it? Because it doesn't have HDMI 2.1 for some stupid reason. Okay. Well, maybe they should start using display port in TVs. I yeah, I agree. But... Still to, he'd still have to buy a new TV. No, no, I wouldn't. Display port would be able to do 4K. Yeah, but the TV doesn't have The panel can handle yeah, it. Yeah, but if it just had display port, we wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by <laughs> the way, I mean, it's too late. It's, fun, it's too fun, late for that. Fun yeah, story, real fast. Exists. Did you guys know that HDMI 2.1 is literally just an update? Like, yeah, it's not software. actually a port. It's yeah. an yeah, update. that makes sense. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yeah, because even H... Honestly, HDMI 1 could do some of these things through the metal of right. cord that it is. It's right. Just, it's just what, what's hooked software. up in here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so Series X, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, do you play least... games, Sydney? I absolutely do play games. Oh, okay, um, what have you been playing? Yeah, recently I haven't really been playing that much. I've been playing a little bit of Modern Warfare. Haven't gotten into the new Black Ops Cold War yet, but perhaps I will in the next couple weeks. Here we'll see. <laughs> um, I have also been getting into some emulators a little bit more. Ooh. I recently installed Homebrew on my 3DS. Ooh, I've been playing through original Legend of Zelda on an NES emulator, as oh, well yeah. as Pokemon Fire Red. On Game Boy classics, yeah. We'll we'll eventually bring that Pokemon episode we talked about. Absolutely, and when you do, just let me know. I played, I played Ah, Pokemon one time. We might just do it by ourselves. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. It's okay, Um, Sydney. I got you. We'll, I'll I'll invite you. We'll do it by ourselves, Drayden. No, I mean, if you're gonna edit it by yourself, that's fine. (laughs) Um, that'd be good. I. Haven't really played any games. I've been nonstop working for the last week. That's great. Yeah. Um, so you're not playing Tarkov? I have actually. I hadn't played Tarkov since I started back to work for like a whole month. That's I didn't really play a lot with everybody because it's kind of a time-consuming game. So I could jump right. into like Call of Duty or I could jump into like Apex or RimWorld if I wanted to whenever. But with Tarkov, you kind of got to spend time. But the last few uh, nights, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, because I would worked i open or i didn't open on friday and saturday so the nights before i could play yeah um, i played a good bit of tarkov got back into it it was nice taking a break that's one of those games where like you take you a break need. i guess people feel this way about league like you take a break and then you get back into it and you're like ah i love this game <laughs> right. until you hate it again yeah exactly so, you, just, you but, have to get a little time away to not hate it yeah so i've been mainly playing uh youtube youtube yeah, yeah. You that's about it just oh. for the for the 30 seconds of uh, time I have to myself when I'm not working. Yeah. Yeah. Adrian, it sounds like you work too much. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he works about as much as I was going to say to both of us, but I forget. I work more because I DoorDash. So. Oh, yeah. I, I, I deliver food. I don't work. On my days off, pretty much all of Sunday and Monday, I delivered food all day. Do, do, and you, then, do you want a cookie? Yeah. 
Like, do you have cookies? No. What kind of cookie do you have? I don't have cookies. All right. I've... What kind of question was that then? So I then, think... um, and then I played at night. So yeah. Well. And I got I drank a lot. Yeah. Wow. So. You continue to drink a lot. Yeah. What a man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What that's a... what we're going with. What a life. I have to throw this out there that <laughs> I poured a what maybe like a quarter of a glass of whiskey. Yeah. And I'm still barely touching it. Drayton is uh, on. Drink his it faster, pussy. Third beer. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> See, what they secretly don't know is we've recorded like 20 minutes of just... I can't even describe what 20 minutes past was. 30. Oh, 30? We're at 30 now. Okay, well, you know. Somehow we kept the last episode exactly an hour, and I have a feeling we're not doing that not this time. Not even close. Hope not. Hope not? No, we, 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 we kind of want, want, want you to leave as quickly as possible. Yeah, no, <laughs> we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Oh, we do. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about, what are we talking about again? Uh, we're talking about <laughs> music and gaming. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, well, Sydney, since, you know, the topic was your idea, you want to start us off? No. Oh, so before he does that, we were going to yeah. do a list, but then we realized we probably shouldn't do a list. Yeah. Because we just did a list. So we're just going to kind of talk about it, even though we have a list of ones that we really like. We have, so. like, we have songs to talk about or like maybe yeah. like influential music. But yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be more just general topic now instead of like, yeah. hey, here's my top five favorite songs in gaming. Yeah. So really that re- list. Read is... from your book. I have to stress. the pages here. I have to stress that like i've got a list of music that i loved because i knew i was never going to remember artists or song names while i have sydney right next to me who's got um at least a small a small book it's worth of music yeah so you know i figured that i would keep it kind of mainstream with a lot of the songs i talked about so a lot of the songs from my particular list are nintendo so favorites that they're considered timeless for a lot of people um, few gentlemen played the song, the song, sorry, the game Zelda Twilight oh. Princess. Oh, yeah. Never played Zelda. We've talked about this. Yeah. Zelda is Zelda is a great experience. I think. Oh, I played the four swords on DS. I'm sorry. Uh, so you played <laughs> the worst one. <laughs> oh, it no. Was, listen, no, second it was, worst. It was free. But, but so, you know what? The music was, the music was pretty good. Well, yeah. every Zelda's got good music. Yeah. So Zelda's going to be on my list quite a couple times. But the first song that I thought would be really cool to bring up is from Twilight Princess. It's called Midna's Lament. Yep. Now, Excellent yep. song. So Lament, to fill you in if you don't know, is defined as the expression of grief or sorrow. So Damn. yes. Our yeah. podcast just got so wow. much classier. Yeah. So so this song <laughs> I didn't was... expect actual research. I just kinda <laughs> said what games I like the songs in and that was it. And that's oh, okay. Damn. That's all right. But I, I figured I would I would spend a little time kind of delving into why I think this song in particular is Important, especially we, to the game. We also have to throw out there that Sydney actually uh, plays music, unlike yeah. myself or Drayton. Absolutely. Yeah. So he has a little more expertise in this world than yeah. we do. And and I think it's my, my musical background is what ultimately led me to appreciate the video game music a little bit more than I know a lot of other people are. And that's kind of the whole point in bringing this up is to, to spread a little bit more of an understanding of what kind of effort goes into video game music. Yeah. So this song, Minda's Lament, is composed by... Um, Japanese composer Toru Minigeshi. He's worked on a lot of Nintendo songs throughout, or um, Nintendo games, I should say. Um, many throughout the Zelda series. Um, Splatoon is also another one. If you guys are familiar oh, with that game, really? he did he that. did the music in that one. It's Splatoon. Yes, well, yes, yeah, Splatoon. It's, it's game, Splatoon, actually. Oh, that, is it really? Yeah, it's Splatoon. The paintball, yeah. the PC paintball game. Yeah, PC yeah. paintball game on Wii U and Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one that 
eventually it's like they their, stop it's like their game it's, yes. it, it's literally the face of wii right now for some reason yeah Splatoon. yeah because it was the one good game on the wii u yeah that and um breath of the wild which is also on no, the that's switch, a switch so. game let's not talk about the wii u version yeah that was the first way I played Breath of the Wild, actually. Although, was on the Wii U. I do hear that the Wii U version is significantly more stable than the Switch version, so... FPS, yes. No, the graphics aren't quite as good. polished. <laughs> and, of course, there's no Wii U support, because, like you said, it really is a Switch game. Yeah. Um, but, going back to the song, um, Mindless Lament. So, this song appears about halfway through the game story, thereabout. You, mm-hmm. you would probably say about halfway, maybe a little, little yeah. sooner than that. Um, but the you know your character Link, he has to take Midna, who's one of the assistants, basically to your character, and of course to the story. He has to take her to Princess Zelda after she's fatally wounded by the antagonist Zant. You know, without getting into too much spoiler details. But what's really great about this song is the way that it references the motif of the main Hyrule Field med- melody, which would end up being you know that boo do 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 boo do. Um, so the way that it takes that melody. And superimposes it over kind of like a like a somber, almost like minor series of unchanging chords. It it pretty much just kind of takes the familiarity of the triumphant high Hyrule Field song, but subverts your expectations by making it almost feel like like you know what's gonna happen, but you don't truly understand like why the song is somber. Because, you yeah, know, you, you, yeah. hear, you hear that melody in the song, you know, in the Hyrule Field song, then you hear it in Midna's Lament, and it kind of has a whole like, different feeling to it. Right, like it has that more somber, because you've got, at that point, because that's when Midna's wounded, right? Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, it does have that more, like, is she going to make it? I mean, granted, we all love it. It's yeah. a Nintendo game. She's going to make it. Yeah, of course, always a happy ending. No, but... like, God forbid Nintendo do something dark for once. Yeah, uh, yeah hey, we'll obviously, see. I've never heard it because I've never played it. But I kind of, what you're explaining kind of feels like what, like, Lavender Town is like. Right? It's very, like, same kind of melody of, like, what Pokemon music uh, is like. I mean, but, it, I mean it does. it's it, still it, creepy. Like, it, I'm just trying to understand because yeah, 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 yeah. I've never heard it. Yeah. Lavender Town is on a whole nother level. I'm actually... I I kind of assumed you would bring that up. No, I, I don't. Really? Know, I, I mean, you, you brought it up right now. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, Lavender Town's pretty scary. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's that feeling of unease. Yeah, yeah. It's just it was very like, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think what's really cool about like the Midna song from this, in this particular instance, is how it it's like you have both feelings in your mind. So you feel connected to the melody of going through Hyrule Field, but there's that sense of unease as you don't know what's going to happen. That's something that you really don't get in a lot of a lot of songs, period, especially from movies, video games, and such. Yeah. It adds to I the sort. gameplay experience, too, because that's how they want that's... you to feel. And you're not even actually playing. like You're not doing that to yourself. That's kind of interesting. Yes. That actually really ties into the, the first song on my list, um, talking about like how it really adds to the feeling of the game. So uh, I don't know about you, gentlemen, but I am a huge horror fan. Like, truly love horror games. Very good. And one of the classic horror games that I think has some of the best and most like meaningful music is uh, Silent Hill Two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, always a, a great classic. Uh, and to give people some background, you know, uh, Silent Hill, most of Silent Hill's games, with the exception I think of one, uh, is all had the same composer, Akira Yamaoka, who is by far one of the best composers to ever grace gaming. Uh, but his song, the theme of Lara, which is the main theme of silent hill 2 um i think it's just one of those songs that really truly impacts the game 
because it almost it it kind of subverts horror a little bit because a lot of a lot of horror games try to use that like loud bangy like like he does it later in the game where he i mean literally the song is just like it sounds like he's like banging on metal and it just puts you like it's so uncomfortable mm-hmm. even to this day as an adult it still makes me uncomfortable to listen to it like i remember listening to it as a child being horrified and now as an adult, it doesn't do me any favors either. It's still like it'll roll on my playlist on my uh, my uh, Apple Music, and it still freaks me out. Yeah, that's uh, I the Silent Hill games. The music does really it, set the mood, and that kind of is a testament to like it's kind of funny how I didn't even think about that one, mm-hmm. and we've come up with ones we haven't even thought about because like how much music really does affect mm-hmm. the gameplay experience that you don't realize, like you were saying earlier, you don't realize that it doesn't until you actually think yeah. about it. That yeah. it, it. It makes you feel how you need to feel to be like scared of something or to feel sad for something in a well, game, which is really a strong. Something I think is really a testament to the quality of music, especially from uh, Kiri Yamaoka's side is that um, the new game, the medium that's coming out on Xbox, like the new series X mm-hmm. one that comes out like January, I think it got delayed till he's actually doing the music for it. And that's the first game he's done since silent Hill in a minute. And, like, that sold me alone. I didn't even see the trailer for the game. I just heard his music playing and saw it say music by Akira Yamaoka and was like, yep, cool, we're down. Yep, so like, here we go. Take my money. Let's yeah. make it happen. Yeah. It's, all, it's all about the, the artful and oh, de- yeah. deliberate choices made yeah. in music. Because, you know, of course, and there, there's something to be said about just simply having a great song in your game just because it's a great song. Yeah. But especially, you know, I get this with Nintendo, and like you mentioned, the Silent Hill games, um... The music has all been specifically catered for the story they're trying to tell. Mm-hmm. When, it, it, when yes. it fits the area you're in or the Absolutely. part you're playing Absolutely. so much more. Yeah, and it, it just uh, it pulls important. the player into the experience more often or more so than say just using a you know right. off the shelf stock song. And it it really draws on the emotions of the like the actual game and the things that are happening around you like. Some of, and I guess it's kind of a testament to how good a lot of gaming music is, is that we don't really notice it. It's just part of the world. Like, you know, in a movie, like, I hate to say it, but as much as I love hearing those poppy songs in, um, in, um, like movies, yeah, it, it almost takes you out because you're like, oh, hey, I know that song. But like in a game, like, I don't know, except maybe, maybe once or twice where I've been like, oh, yeah, I know that song. Like, it just, it really pulls you in and gives you those emotions. Like, one, uh, I didn't even write it on my list, and I, I kind of regret not writing it, but uh, Red Dead 2. Uh, the ending, the music towards the end of the game, like the first ending of the game. The first of 20? Yeah. It's two. There's two <laughs> endings. But the the first, like the, the ending to the main character story. The music in that scene is just so like, and spoiler warning for Red Dead 2. I'm not going to finish it. Yeah, Go that's ahead. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, you you and John, so Arthur and John are uh, given the choice to either go back for the money or try to get John back to his family. And at this point, Arthur is dying of malaria. Or was it malaria? No, 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 no. No, not malaria. Um, 
bronchitis. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, was, yeah, I wish I could help you on that one. But <laughs> bronchitis. Unfortunately, I've not, you know, not played it yet. You know, back in the day of Red Dead 2, bronchitis was, you know, deadly. Yeah. I mean, if the, the cold was deadly. Or, yeah, so you're not wrong. The cold would kill you. Yeah. But uh, It will today, too, folks. Wear your masks. <laughs> Please and thank it's you. It's the cold 2.0. He's right. That's what we call it. <laughs> it's the cold 2.1. Electric yeah. boogaloo. <laughs> cold 2. Oh, that's funny. Oops. Wrong switch. Strobe lights. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you can keep um, it off if you want. Nah, I was just gonna say it's kind of cold. I forget that the last time we recorded it was like ninety in here. Yeah, yeah, it's still really hot. I love that weather. Dude. I mean, what? You don't even have a shirt on. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> this is my shirt. It's not a this shirt. This is my shirt. Okay, yeah, I've never seen it's just acceptable. Never seen a shirt this, with what a I, this is what I wear to work. This yeah, what I doesn't mean it's a shirt. And I wear it like <laughs> this. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's why no one walks in. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that dude, explains a lot. For actually, the other day, uh, we were, I was the closing. I was the closing person. I came in and it was super busy, and everybody left. <laughs> well, you I heard like, it. I was like, "What? The-? <laughs> that I was sucks. like, what the hell? You- I legit think they left because the closers came in and they're just like, "Nope." Well, that sucks. you heard it here, folks. Drayden actually scares people out of retail. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is an art. They're like, "Oh, I don't need a computer today." <laughs> yeah, guess not. Um, but yeah, back to what uh, I was talking. But yeah, long and short is the music really like genuinely good music will pull you into a scene without actually hearing the music. A really good uh, example of that is oh. one that I have. So uh, one of the big, one, the first thing I thought of when we talked about gaming music was, of course, Bloodborne. Oh. We've talked about it before. That is our that is our go-to game. Bloodborne um, has a huge range from very mellow mm-hmm. to very eerie to very intense music. And it really does set the feeling. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it, if you played it before, you know that there's multiple different areas of the game. And each area has a whole different theme to it. And they really change the music entirely for each theme. Um, so, yeah, definitely in games like fighting games, what I was thinking about, one I just thought of was uh, Devil May Cry. Oh, yeah, Devil this May is, Cry. That's, it's like an un, almost like an unorthodox one because it's not what we're talking about. We're talking about more like ambient music. But in Devil May Cry... A lot of games make intense music happen when you start fighting, but in Devil May Cry they do it perfect. Devil May Cry is just intense the entire game. Yeah, it's like it's like kind of rock in the background or maybe no music it's, at certain times. But the minute you start fighting, it mm, is just the metal just starts. metal constant metal, and I feel like it's different metal every time. And it's great metal. It's not like yeah. crappy metal where they just scream at the mic and hit some hit. Some, hey, we don't want to offend anybody. Some uh, people like screaming. Okay, right. I mean, you know, I don't like it, but some people if, do. If you like screaming cool just not my type of music but i agree with you devil may cry really hits that hits that note anyways i will toss it back to you sydney uh what give us some uh some more music to talk about you've all right you have a book yeah another zelda song another zelda song okay so of course drayden you're gonna be a little left out here but oh, okay but ho- hopefully I wish, I wish you talk about yeah. music i knew about but that's yeah, yeah well play better we games i owned a wii i had <laughs> i played super mario brothers wii <laughs> So you have good music played... in that game too. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, let's be real. Any of the Super Mario games are actually really. Yo, the dope. Wii music. It's not even game music. Yeah, just just the, with the, the Wii music. The Wii music and the Wii music was dun, sick. Dun, 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 dun. Cut this out. <laughs> yeah, we'll have that. We'll have that be our honorable mention. He's the Wii music. The fuck up. <laughs> no, no, but no, but but seriously, I mean, 
That, Wii music's fantastic. That is really iconic music, though. Like, you should start the podcast with it, but I think that's against the rules. Too. Yeah, we'll yeah we, we shop theme. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's it go? I don't actually remember that. Yeah, it's what is when you go to the Wii Shop and like download games. That explains because I didn't have internet on my Wii at the time, so yeah, that's and that's and that's okay. What an idiot! Because Brandon, at least you've played games. That's true. At least I played more than Call of Duty and Tarkov. I played all the original Pokemans. All right, both of them. I'm just kidding, there's more than two. Yeah, 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 okay. Don't you try to trick me. I played um, Sun and Moon, okay? I actually there, there I haven't played go. that one, but I played... Uh, those ones on 3DS. I'm currently playing... I think so. Yeah, those were 3DS. I've played all the Game I'm Boy ones. I'm currently actually. playing uh, Sword and Shield and not nice. hating it, shockingly. Really, really a turn from mm-hmm. the last time I talked about Pokemon, because I thought I was falling out of love, and then I played Sword, and now I like it again. There you go. I'm all out of love. <laughs> it's meant to be. It is. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll get into our yeah, to, we're to not the next good song singers. here. We're not good singers. No, right? absolutely That's okay. not. That's all right. Neither am I. So next song, like I mentioned, is from Legend of Zelda. This one's from, it ranges. So that's another reason why I think this one is such an impactful song. is because it's not just in one particular game. It's in quite a few. Started in A Link to the Past, and you can you can find this tune even in Breath of the Wild, the latest Zelda game to have come out. It is, of course, Brandon, you'll know it's the Great Fairies Fountain theme. Mm-hmm. Um, composed by Koji Kondo. This song took a lot of inspiration from Polish composers Ch- Chopin. That's his name. Um, his piece, Fantasy Impromptu. If you're to listen to those two songs and compare them, there's, you know, it's a pretty clear, like, allusion from homage one song. To- yeah, absolutely. Homage. Yeah. Um, so why I think this song is significant is because it is essentially transcended generations. So you're going back yeah. to when did Link to the Past come out? Nineties, early nineties, I believe. Yeah, pretty, and well, I wouldn't know. Yeah, you no. wouldn't know Drayden, but I believe it came out early nineties. It was for the Super Nintendo, one of the most one of the most famous games on that platform oh, of that generation. Easily, um, it was the title song or the the file select song in yeah. that game, as well as for both of the N sixty four Zelda games, which are you know what's are, awful is you said that and it literally just shot into my head like. You said the, the file selected, and I can yes. just hear it. Yes, and that's why I think it's so great, is because for a lot of generations of people, aside from like the main Zelda theme that you would hear in Link to the Past or the the intro you'd hear in um, Ocarina of Time, the file select song or Great Fairy's Fountain theme, they're the same tune, are some of the first Zelda songs that are in anyone's mind. Yeah. Like I said, Brandon, you know, mention that song, it immediately pops into your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, th- aside from its significance, it's... Just also a really good song. Um, it can be found throughout the game. Like I said, it's twenty going on thirty years old, and can be found in pretty much every Zelda game except for Oracle of Seasons, yeah. Oracle of Ages. Oh, we don't talk about those games yeah. though. Yeah. So, those are, weren't those those were Capcom games? I believe so. Because they were the only like non like Nintendo ish. Yeah. Like they were made. They were published by Nintendo, yeah. but they weren't actually made by. Of Nintendo. course, you know, beside from like the Zelda CDI games, or the yeah. well, the yeah. Hyrule Warriors. Sorry, games Link. Are, yeah. I can't give credit. Wait, isn't Zelda the main character? Zelda's in the game. Isn't mm. Zelda the guy that fights with the sword? Zelda's in the game. <laughs> My boy. I'm obviously kidding. My Please boy. don't kill me. <laughs> um, Come back when you're a little. I know mm, that. So. No, I know that Zelda's the princess. Okay. Um, I don't care. Speaking. Oh, oh, oh. I'm kidding. Oh. You'll play. You'll play one day. 
Drayden Place. Place. This YouTube series is happening now. Drayden Place? No, Drayden Place is happening. That's fine. We'll Drayden give him a six-pack of Corona, and he'll make it through every game we give him. Drayden That's fair. <laughs> I stopped playing when the beer's gone. <laughs> See how cool. far I can get. That'll be the challenge. See how far I can get. So cool. Maybe. We'll make it a whole, like, 15 minutes into the game, probably. Yeah. Um. So, speak of iconic themes... Um, I, I picked this one just because when you talk about, like, you talk about the main Zelda theme, the, you know, the song that we all know, that yeah, we all except Drayden. Yeah, well, except Drayden. <laughs> uh, and one that really so came funny. to my mind. That was really funny. I just wanted to say it was really Thank funny. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, go on. Thanks. Take notes. Thank you. <laughs> um, but the, the one that really, the one that, the song that really struck me as something that's iconic is the victory theme from final fantasy the never wow. played final fantasy <laughs> shocker we know have you i have not no so I i'm sure to. you i'm sure you know the song but it's the da 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 oh yeah I like every time you want to fight yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah and that song like that is transcended every final fantasy yeah. game it's transcended final fantasy because we know it and we haven't yeah. played the game yeah like, like, i literally know what you're talking I'll, about I'll, yeah. I'll um i will never forget when I booted up Final Fantasy 15, which came out oh, probably four, four, 2016. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably about, about four, years, four ago. years ago at this point. But um, that song, <laughs> like I, I will never forget winning. I think it was winning a fight. You win a fight. Yeah, they won a fight. And instead of the fanfare playing, like the just the music itself, one of the characters hummed it. You won the mm. fight, and he would go da 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 da. The little things like that. And then when you would go to the camp and level up, it would actually play the music. But it was just one of those little subtle things where you heard it, and you're like, "They found a way." Yeah, it's like, like they they know you're paying attention. Oh yeah, they they are they're like these people who play these games. They played 15 games. They they expect this at this point. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's just it's an iconic theme, and I I mean I've got a few more on here, but Drayton, please. Uh, Enlighten us with some uh, some music. I got some ones I don't think you're ever gonna think about. Okay, All right. I'm let's gonna fire off a couple. Let's hear it. Let's is see. one of them Life is Strange? No, because we didn't talk about it. Because yeah, well, I didn't decide it. I, I didn't think about it. But Life is Strange really good. Yeah, excellent um, soundtrack. Life is Strange. That game being almost a visual novel, almost oh, yeah. a playable novel. Um, it is definitely important that you have good music, and the music does oh, set the feel. Hundred percent. But um. The next one, let's just when, when when it was a list when we were thinking of doing a list. <laughs> the next one on my list was Tomb Raider one oh, and two. Original Tomb Raider Absolutely. one and two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, really, all of them, right. except for the new ones, like the old school ones, like one, two, yeah, three. three. Um, there was the one where she was a vampire or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that called? Uh, that wasn't a Tomb Raider. Rain. I don't know what you're something rain. About. You're thinking of Buffy the Vampire. You're thinking Slayer. of Blood Rain. Blood Rain. Yeah, that's, that's an... totally Laura Croft. No one is that, but it is. It's the same person. No. Either way, the music was fantastic back then. Just the feeling of like walking into a room where there's a where you're you like experience that it's like a new room and it's like. Doesn't make like the noise. I don't really know how to do it, but you know what I'm talking about, like yeah. the mm-hmm. the noise where it's like discovery noise. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think I like if that. you like that, you'd really love Zelda. Oh, I'm Just sure saying. I would. I don't think I dislike Zelda. I really like the Four Swords. So. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm sure I like any of them. Drayton plays. Yeah. I'm very yeah. sorry for your <laughs> I'll loss. I'll play the Four Swords. I'll play yeah. the Four yeah. Swords. But um. Tomb Raider 1 and 2, there's not a lot to go in about that because it's not really music as much as just kind of like a soundtrack, but it's the sounds of mm-hmm. it. 
that really uh and then the music when you start fighting like a tiger or something it's like boom 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 you're like oh shit i'm gonna Write die that down. or the <laughs> or yeah. or a really a really good one from tomb raider which i i forget i think this was in the ps1 ones i know it was in the later games but when the t-rex comes out like when you're yeah. in that ancient civilization that's what, the I, music that's what i'm really... talking about when you fight in tomb raider it goes from just like kind of quiet and ambient in the like the like gong sounds when you find shit to be in like dun 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 you're like oh right. man i'm fighting now so it's it's pretty cool yeah yeah it's like um, like the the dynamics are extremely important because yeah. that i mean that's what makes the fight scenes feel a lot more impactful is exactly it gets the, your blood pumping yes the, the juxtaposition it. between the downtime in the game the kind of the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the more the more ambient music yeah, straight yeah. up the most sophisticated yeah. episode and, and, and during that, like i know you're saying like you know soundtrack versus music but it's all music yeah and yeah. like and and it being a soundtrack that you don't specifically have to you know listen to with intent it can just kind of make mm-hmm. that feeling for you that's what makes it like even more expertly crafted and it's not an easy thing to do and that's why these games deserve a lot of a lot of credit for the sound design and yeah. the music design that was a, yeah. that was a good one Dude. um thank you what very like, good yeah, I'm. I'm actually kind of proud of you. Did anyone? Uh, I'm just gonna. Ra- I'm That's gonna fine. riff another one, honestly, because. Riff. But uh, did anyone play uh, here? Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Need the soundtrack yeah. of that mm. is very good. Yeah, too. it's great. It Same does... thing. It's kind of like a Life is Strange type thing. Yeah. Like Same thing. Book. Like it's almost a visual novel, so it's important that you have yeah, that. Nice. That music, music has to has to tell a story. Exactly. With the gameplay. Definitely during. It's really good. The music's really good for those intermissions between scenes. Yeah. Because that that game's all about scenes and right. decisions and scenes. So the to have a good intermission time where you're like walking from point A to point B, you have to have something good in between. So that one was kind of similar as well. So one I really want to shout out, and I don't know if either of you guys I know Drayden's probably never played this game, but the odds are in my favor you've not played okay. this game. Sydney, I you may have. Let's see. Uh so it's the entire soundtrack of Scott Pilgrim. Oh yeah. The arcade I game. Never played it, yeah. I, I didn't even it. see the movie. So, so. I, I got to give a shout out. So the band's name is Anamanaguchi, mm-hmm. and they okay. did a fully 16-bit soundtrack to match the like art. Yeah, the, it's an old retro style, like yeah. beat 'em up style game, and the 16-bit music is just amazing. Like it, I, there's just so many songs. Like I, I find myself when I'm in like a, like when I'm playing a Call of Duty or a, like just a game where it's like that little bit of actiony. I will flip Scott Pilgrim soundtrack on because it just it works with anything. Yeah. Like you have that bubbly, bouncy, like very retro style music. It it feels like it would fit in back in like the days of the NES. Yeah. Like Streets of Rage kind of games. Yeah. yeah, and I've never played that game or heard that soundtrack, but I can definitely oh, understand what you're what you're yeah. thinking of. Because yeah, 16 bit, you then you're talking about oh, you know some of the most iconic iconic songs on Genesis. Mm-hmm. They, super arcade and it makes you feel less serious and absolutely. more like a game. Like yeah. just the just the super simple. Yeah. Right? It had, it had that like that fat like, sound that you just really you really don't yeah. get that anymore with with you know more advanced kind of and music it, emulation. One, one thing that was cool about their soundtrack that they did is it, it I mean it is 16 bit obviously, but it had like this really like techno flair to mm-hmm. it. So like the music would speed up or slow down depending on what was going on in the world. And it just, it very much had this vibe to it that works so well. Um, but yeah, I mean that, like I had to shout that soundtrack out because that game is just so iconic at this point for its music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm adding that one to the list. I'm gonna check that one out. Yeah. 
Not yours, Drayton. Just, yeah. uh, just, just Brandon. Another uh, uh, Brandon's. Wow, Brandon's. That hurts. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. Another, um, another very uh, sophisticated one from you. Let's, let's go. Yeah, let's hear it. Someone that's actually researched. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Um, so this one is from Super Mario sixty four. Oh, um, also, okay. also by Koji Kondo, who I mean, he wrote pretty much every main Nintendo song. He wrote like the theme song for yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Oh, he yeah. wrote theme song for Legend of Zelda. No, you've never heard of that, Drayton. Yeah. Um, he's wrote he's written a lot of stuff. This one is Dire Dire Docks. Yeah, Dire yeah. Dire Docks. That's a great one. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you'd recognize it, Drayton, if you played it. Yeah, if if it were to be played. Um, but like unlocked, unlike a lot of the other songs in that game. It almost carries kind of like the um, the Twilight Princess song I mentioned earlier. It kind of carries like a somber tone to it. It does. Yeah. And like the way I yeah. think of it, it's like like water temple slash water zone. Yeah. They just kind of like they hit different. You know, those it, songs it, like that. That particular song does hit different, especially because not going because I'm so replaying like Mario 64 yeah. right now because of the switch port. It, it really does hit different because the things that are under the water that music doesn't set you up for right like the eel that's down there is horrifying but you have that very like somber like yeah laid back almost to to an extent chill like very chill music yeah and like and like not to downplay the other music from super mario brothers 60 or sorry super mario 64 i mean because there's so much there's pretty much all the songs are fantastic but this is just particularly timeless just because you can almost take it out of the context of the game and you don't feel like you're in a game yeah like it's it's almost kind of like background music it's for life just very chill yeah like very relaxed yeah. but but uh, you know other timeless songs would be like bob on Batter- battlefield yeah but for completely different reasons mm-hmm. like like dire dire docks just has a, a completely more somber i think it's I, even more timeless than like bob on battlefield i believe the kids would say it hits different it hits it absolutely hits different <laughs> It does hit different. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, do, it do be hitting different. It do be hitting yeah. different. It's super similar to Mario. I, I was waiting for you to bring up Mario. Um, I feel like you're pretty much all Nintendo over there. But super yeah. similar to Mario is one I just thought of just popped in my head that we probably didn't think of was Sonic. Yeah, absolutely. Sonic soundtrack Dude. is crazy because Sonic's kind of Sonic, hectic, right? I mean, so, you just the, <laughs> you just zoom in through the yeah. level. The whole. I'm glad you brought up. I was gonna put Sonic on the list, but I more so want to just recognize the band. That did most of Sonic's like 3D game music, Crush 40. Mm-hmm. Man, those Never guys. Heard of it. I didn't know that was it, but yeah. Yeah, they, I, I didn't learn it until way later, but they wrote like all the main themes. So, like, all the ones that we know, like Sonic Heroes, Live and, Live and Learn, um, the theme song for Shadow. Mm-hmm. Like, I like OG, I, one that. Right, like, like Green, Green Hill Zone? Yeah, something oh. that specifically hits with me is uh, like past Green Hill Zone. I forget what it's called, but it's the one where you're in the like Night City. That zone, what's that zone called? Uh, it's been a long time. Since I know I, I haven't played Sonic. OG Sonic. Last time I played was the Sonic like multi pack on the right. PlayStation. But it's the one where you're not in the green zone or then you're in the uh, in the like the night city, city and yeah. it's uh and the labyrinth. The labyrinth mm. music is really yeah, crazy. Yeah, so. absolutely great music. Isn't and it? Especially like if you're talking about like original Sonic, then you're going back to OG. yeah like 16 yeah. bit on the genesis exactly. oh yeah and, and that's and like compared to super nintendo i know of course the genesis came out way before the super nintendo so it's not a direct comparison but like the sound processing on genesis was just nowhere near as sophisticated as on the genesis i uh, sorry on the super nintendo yeah but what makes the genesis music great is that they utilized the limited hardware that they had Mm-hmm. and still managed to make these iconic songs yeah. i mean that's that's just more mm-hmm. proof that it doesn't matter what you have 
as long as you have the passion to actually put out oh, yeah. there art forms that you're proud of you can you can make anything sound good yeah yeah um and i mean like speak of passion um so kind of like i don't know to oppose your list but like how you're, you've got a lot of nintendo i've got a lot of more like modern music on mine i mean granted i have like older stuff like silent hill final fantasy but um one one game recently it was an indie game that really did music right was a game called nsr no straight roads it's a i hesitate to call it a rhythm game because it's a beat-em-up but it's like a rhythm beat-em-up and every so basically you you have the city that's it's called vinyl city you know music themed yeah and basically all these different kinds of music used to exist and now EDM took over the city. So all the music is EDM. <laughs> That's funny because it's kind of like real life. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> a little, little bit. But the, In like 2002. <laughs> yeah. But the whole thing is that like basically the music is what creates power to keep the city running. And EDM is apparently like creating the most efficient mm-hmm. power. So the whole city is like to the point where they banned other types of music. And your two main characters um, basically... Are trying to bring rock back. That's a dope idea. That sounds, Dude, like, it sounds like a great game. game. The game I've never is, heard anything like and, that. That's super cool. And it's it's so cool because like as you so each boss fight is like a different style of music. And as the basically there's a gauge up at the top that's like the boss, and then your music. And as you um, play, mm-hmm. and as you fight the bosses, the music actually shifts from EDM to rock. Wow. So like it'll it's the exact same song, but it switches into the rock version of it. Or if they start like taking back the fight, it'll flip back into the EDM. And it just it gives such the like it gives such an amazing feeling because every song is different. Like the the one that really stood out to me in it is a a boss fight against um someone called Sayu. Hmm. And it's basically like a pop idol, basically like a Japanese pop idol. And it has that very like Japanesey like rock pop kind of sound to it, and then as you like slowly start to win the fight, I mean it turns into like full blown like rock and roll, and it just has that like completely different feel. Or um, another one in it is a boss fight against someone named Yinyu, who's like a concert pianist, mm-hmm. and as the music flips into the rock, like you you get that feeling of like that classy like upscale mixed with like just really strong guitar chords and like it just it hits completely different compared to the other version of it and it's so cool to kind of experience it as the boss fight like kind of pulls back and forth that you get both songs is it anything is it anything similar to uh spongebob atlantis you guys remember do you ever play spongebob atlantis i don't think so i don't think it's actually similar but i thought this was funny uh spongebob atlantis you play this goofy like uh music game with squidward Mm-hmm. to like fight the atlantis dudes or something i, I was hoping you would have played it so no. it would have been funnier right no, it's all, <laughs> you would it's okay. get it i'll show you after a video okay. of it. you would get it you would get how funny it is if you knew what it was yeah um but yeah. highly recommend though if you get the chance like listen to the soundtrack for nsr it is fantastic like it's one of those things that, like now that i've heard the sound i haven't finished the game because the game i hate to say it is not the most polished game in the right. world and the boss fights are extraordinarily difficult because if you die you start all the way over oh, and yeah. they are like marathon fights like i'm talking like 30 40 minute fights and Ew. yeah i mean it 
once you get the rhythm for the fights down, it's not so bad. But like the first couple times when you get about halfway through and you get knocked out and you got to restart, it's. But I have listened to the soundtrack and actually watched people who don't suck at the game. Uh, and it, it's really cool. Like, I mean, but the soundtrack by far, it even has a really cool, um, there's a, one of the main characters, brothers is a rap artist mm. and it has this really cool, like, it's just like almost like a weird mix between spoken word and rap. Mm. And it just like, it's just such cool music. And it's almost like a battle between the two characters as they're, as they're rapping against one another. That's really unique. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's not, not the kind of thing you'd hear a lot. No, yeah, I was going to say the the fact that I I heard about it from somewhere and I just happened to look it up and try it out and it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, so I'm gonna kind of go off of yours real quick. Yeah, so please. um, just kind of going into that like bringing music back a little bit to mm-hmm. to a little bit more like more of a rooted standpoint. Um, this is one of the ones I put on there. It is from Super Mario 3D World. It's actually okay. the the credits roll theme that you play after oh. you beat the game. The reason why this one, at least to me personally, is so impactful is because it is a fully arranged big band jazz mm-hmm. recording. And, and you know, you see like five-piece saxophone sections, four trumpets, just like, just like a big band. Mm-hmm. And that is a form of not just jazz, but music that really doesn't exist today anymore to yeah. the same capacity. And, I mean, this is, this is important to me, especially from a cultural standpoint, because... Because jazz music was something that was very important to especially black Americans going back to say you know forties all the way through like the got, like through the sixties and seventies. The most educational this yeah. is ever going to be. No, but it, it's a good thing, and and people often they they don't they don't seem to really care about jazz, but they don't understand yeah. that jazz is really one of the roots of of all modern music. Right. It's, I. It, it was different at the time. Yeah, absolutely. That's what and, makes it poppy. Like. Yeah. yeah, it was it was it was pop music. I mean, yeah. that was that was the the first times you would ever see a black man on TV is performing music. Yeah, and it it's funny too because I I recently like not to you know pull off your topic, but I had a customer come in and he was he really wanted to hear he loves jazz music mm-hmm. and he really wanted to hear it on a soundbar he was going to buy. Absolutely, and I like he had hundreds of songs and albums mm-hmm. on there. And we listened to some of them, and he was kind of talking to me about it. And as I was like listening to, this, you know, we're 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 dead. We're, I'm blaring jazz music across yeah. the store at this point, and it just it it definitely had that different feeling to it, and that very like big band. Big band yes. is the best way to describe it, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because you could hear all the different instruments, but how they played together and in unison and gave you that great feeling. Yes, yeah, exactly. And you don't you don't hear that anymore. There's so no. I could go all day talking about big band music and and orchestration for it but especially um what makes credits roll such a good song mm-hmm. is because it brought in the melodies and the motifs throughout the whole game because yeah. you know um that was that's one of the main themes in the song but they fully they fully orchestrate that as a big band starts out with the tenor sax solo just like you'd hear you know 57 50 to 70 years ago from a big band performance then it breaks into what's called a saxophone soli. Mm-hmm. That's that kind of unison you're talking about. Yeah. You got five or six saxophones playing the exact same line, but each one of them is playing a slightly different harmonic purpose. Yeah. It's not one person playing a melody, it's several people playing har- harmonically yeah. to play through a melody. And that's just a sound that you just cannot replicate digitally. It, yeah. it has to be 
people. Right. It can't even even you know remotely. It's like it has to be a feel. Jazz music. And this is what separates it from classical music. Jazz music and jazz musicians, um, they feel time mm-hmm. in their body. You count and you feel the pulse, and yeah. every every musician in the band feels that time. Whereas classical musicians, you see a composer more often, they're more likely to like react to time yeah. or and be led by a composer. Mm-hmm. Not to discount classical music, this right. classical music is fantastic, but jazz musicians feel music in a completely fundamentally different way from classical. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes jazz, especially in music, you hear you kind of let Mario. the music be their composer. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's the feel. It's, and yeah, yeah, and two, two, yeah, two performances and two bands um, playing the same jazz tune will never be the same, right? Because you know, say it's the lead alto saxophone player playing out the melody, every saxophonist around him has to tune their ear into what he's doing, and subtly adjust from what's on the written page to mm-hmm. to make the sound like sound like one, right? Yeah, and that's what's really hard because, like you said, that big band sound—it's like you're not hearing a saxophone, you're not hearing. Two two alto saxes, two tenors, a baritone sax, four trumpets. You're hearing a song, yeah, and that is very hard to do. And yeah. it's it's something that's why you hear so much digital these days, is because it is very difficult to do. And and I think it's kind of cool, um, you know, speak of Mario and them doing something like that. Did you play uh, um, Odyssey? Odyssey, absolutely. The the song in uh, New Donk City. Yep, New Donk City is a good one. Um, Jump Up Superstar, of yeah, course. Jump I mean, Up Superstars. Like, that's that's a fantastic jazz. It's, and it has like big band sound. I mean, it really does have that feeling of like you you see the different like you actually have to gather the musicians to play yes. it, but you really do kind of like hear the different you hear the different instruments, mm-hmm. but they are coming together as a song. Even though there's yes. vocal on it, um, there's all this playing over it, and there's all the excitement going around you playing that retro Mario stage. Yeah, but you still hear the music. Yeah, almost absolutely. more prominently than the level. Yeah. And I guess this is kind of a shout out, but um, there's a band on YouTube called the 8-Bit Big Band. Mm-hmm. They they have a big band and jazz orchestra and essentially do more big band slash jazz, a little bit of funk arrangements of a lot of video game music. They've oh. done plenty from Mario, Zelda, That's Sonic. Cool. They're they're fantastic, you know, best in class jazz musicians oh, and, yeah. and composers. But yeah. yeah, they're yeah, definitely worth listening to. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's my that's my comment there on credits roll also written by koji kondo same yeah. same guy who wrote most of the mario songs so just just out of curiosity because i have to ask mm. do you have kk on there kk slider i do not that but that is a song that they have done a cover of oh the yeah. Ape big man oh that's like that's an iconic nintendo song absolutely too. do you do you yeah. know what kk slider is <laughs> Drayden, man, you got we get listen, you in the bud, man. Listen, it's called Animal Crossing. You know the most popular selling game oh, this year. That song, um, the dog. I don't like that game. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of games that I don't love that I know the music to. Okay, I don't, I don't. See, that's okay, Drayden. Yeah. We, we I don't pay time. attention to games that I don't watch or play. You're, you're still Wait. young, Drayden. We'll get you. If I don't we'll care about the Nintendo. game. I don't. Let's Drayden, we'll get you. Yeah, I know. We're gonna have to buy Drayden a Nintendo Switch. That'd be nice. You don't have a Switch? I don't. I bought one for my ex girlfriend, but she doesn't play it. Go get it. I didn't want to yeah, take go, it because it was go, a present. Go, go get it. It we'll was get a that present. Grab her iPad Pro. While you're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's getting cut out. Yes. Yeah, I think she listens. Oh God. Weird. So I got. I got. One of the la- my last two kind of mm. ideas. I, I got three, but I just want to kind of go through them pretty quick. Yeah. Um, Outlast. Oh, it's that's huge in horror. Did excellent. you play Outlast? I've not. No. 
Oh. Dude, that'd be fun Sydney. to have you yeah, play. Yeah, Sydney play. This is so fucking mm. scary. All yeah, right? I've been really wanting to get into horror games, especially like live streaming slash oh, yeah. video. Outlast is so scary, but um, we could have a fantastic Outlast stream with Outlast. Came yeah. out. When did that come out? What year? I'm good at getting scared. Let's mm. just say that. Like that was the year that the. It's like 2015 or something. Right? No, that was er, that was 2013. Okay, let's say this. On it original. came out in the early teens of oh, the 20 teens. All right. And that game still, to this day, other than RE7, is one of the scariest horror games ever made. The original mm-hmm. Outlast. Um, just the way they do it. If you have, have you seen Outlast at all? I've not. No. So basically, you don't fight at all. It's kind of yeah. like Amnesia. Amnesia kind of, The Dark Descent kind of started this whole idea. But you basically are using a camera and you're going to this like insane asylum that is like corrupt or something. And it ends up being way more than you think. And... You're Way running more. from these mute, mutated, not even mutated. There's big dudes with mental problems, yeah, and it's like so scary because it's so much and, more real. Yeah. Because they have the, their most of them are just messed up in the head. Yep. But um, you're just running. That's all it is. Running. There's no hiding. Wow. There's no fighting. It's all hiding. I think. I think and, I would love to play that. But the music is just yeah. The music so remorse. Like, like and it is so. There's you know the song that sticks out the most in that game is when you get caught. By somebody yeah. when you're trying to sneak and so it just yeah, you're sneaking and then they come around Duh. the corner and it's and it does almost like a clank like against metal it's like it's like and it's then it picks so up and it keeps going fucking but it, intense it really does stress you out when you get caught yeah. because you hear it and you're like oh my yeah. god oh yeah um, no write that one down we'll I'm, I'm more, more than say, happy to play whether that. Whether it's on video or not, we got to play Outlast on like the Xbox. And oh, dude, we, we still fucking fun. Uh, dude, I have a cap card. We we got to hook this up and just record us playing Outlast. I would, I'd be scared while watching you play. That's how scary this game wow. is. Oh, it's dude, really scary. Outlast is the one game that is left in memory. Top five horror games of all time, 100%. Yeah. I don't care what you yeah. say. It's, no, it's, 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 it's genuinely It's, it's the there. best of its genre. Its genre is the hide and seek game. Oh, yeah. It's the best of the hide and seek genre. 100%. It took everything that everyone praised Amnesia for, but did it way better, way creepier, way Yo, scary, yeah, way, more scary, not like, creepy but scary. I will never forget my friend. Um, he had never heard about Last, so I was like, "Dude, you got to play this game. Like, it's amazing. It's terrifying, but it's amazing." So we're over hanging out at his house, and we were sitting on a couch playing this on a little like fucking older, you know, like I don't want to say CRT, but it was one of the big fat like hdmi plug-in tvs and i will never forget he he something happened he got scared he came he jumped so high that he came up to my shoulder off of the couch wow and i was like dude that's just but it genuinely like the combination the music the atmosphere the everything about it really has you're hopeless the only thing you can do is run yeah you get caught like it, you got nothing. It spikes that adrenaline in your blood mm. because it's your flight, fight or flight. Oh yeah. And the problem is you can't fight. Yeah. So you can only flight. It's you gotta get the <laughs> yeah. fuck out of there. So yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah. Um, and especially because, like you said, the enemies are just people. Yeah. They're yeah. just people. Yeah, I mean, there really is. Issues. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of dick in that game, though. A lot, a lot. of man's genitals. Yeah. A lot. A lot of men, men's genitals. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's really nothing scarier than the human, men's. than human. <laughs> yeah. I mean, true. to be fair, you're not wrong. Um, and then two like kind of lighthearted ones. One big one that I don't think you thought about um, was Ooh. Kingdom Hearts. You know, Kingdom Hearts' soundtrack is really good. I I wanted to put the main themes for all three Kingdom Hearts on there. 
Because I don't know about the third one. I like the the one that they the one that she did with Skrillex. I really like. Okay. I really don't. I like. I don't know why, because Skrillex isn't like music that I would normally. Skrillex listen is to. dead. Huh? Skrillex is dead. He's he died five years ago. He's not actually dead. But yeah, no. But, I, I guess yeah. it's fine. But just for me specifically, the original Kingdom Hearts. Oh yeah. The music on the island. The, on the island specifically. Destiny Islands. I oh. Yeah. There's nothing that just makes you feel so hopeful and, and so like at peace mm-hmm. than that. Well, and the main theme for Kingdom Hearts One is like iconic now. Yeah. So, um, and then also Crash Bandicoot yeah. and Spyro. Bum, Those are kind of like the same. I feel like every time we mention Crash Bandicoot, we have to mention, mention Spyro, Spyro because they were remastered at like the same time. Legally um, obligated. Yeah, yeah, and they both have. And Spyro's was really cool because in the new game done by Toys for Bob. And right, and then in the yeah. new game, you could choose between nor- OG Classic. music or dynamic, which was the OG music changed depending on if you're in a fight or just walking yeah. or running or whatever. But um, yeah, Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot, like I, I was, I hear that music in my sleep sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it definitely sticks with the, you. It really I, does. I, like we've talked about on the podcast before. I platinumed. Yeah. The Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Um, I lost uh, some brain cells doing it. It was very hard. It was very uh, stressful. And I hear the music in my sleep. So, so. I got to, for my last three, I got to really, really give Sony a lot of credit here. Uh, and technically, I could even throw a fourth on there. I just didn't add it to the list. But um, Sony, you got to really give them some credit. Their exclusive games have some of the best music, like bar none. Uh, but the three that I have for sure... The Last of Us, which yeah, music is the guitar. Oh, it's so it, good that the opening song to The Last of Us is so iconic, and it just has that that guitar really sets the mood for that game. Being in a and also that I just thought about this being a just by itself acoustic guitar mm-hmm. really shows and sets the feeling of like aloneness, mm-hmm. like loneliness the in the world. It just being it's it's amazing like somber music but mm-hmm. just with one guitar nothing else and, and that really sets the mood for like you're alone in this world of and what's post-apocalypse what's amazing and i i will try to keep this as spoiler free as possible because i know last of us 2 just came out this year and i haven't played it yet so yeah, I, don't spoil I, it I won't spoil any major but like guitars you really thinking back on it like the guitar really has an effect on it, it's very symbolic in those games and like it You'd be shocked how symbolic the guitar is in Last of Us 2. Like, people joke calling it the guitar simulator. um, Which it does have a pretty damn good guitar, like, simulator in it. But there are legitimately some moments where, like, that guitar just delivers the message without saying words. And it... It genuinely is some of the best music. And I mean, it does that in the first one, too. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a little more prevalent in the second one just because Ellie plays the guitar a lot more in the second one. But yeah, I mean, it's just very like it's it's just great music. Um, So that's the first one. So the second one I really got to give credit to is Aloy's theme from Horizon Zero Dawn, which is the main theme. Never played that game. (sighs) I, I just played that game for the, maybe not the first, because I did play it when it released, but I never actually finished it. I never even got really far in it. And I replayed it this year for the first time and platinumed it. But it just, the music in that world, again, it just, it's very symbolic. 
it flows it has that just world building sound to it and that's something sony really does well like sony's music always has like this world building to it um but it just very in the the cool thing about horizon's theme is it's almost got like kind of how the world is like old versus new it's almost got that like classic versus like a little more modern mm-hmm. you you have that feeling of the two kind of meshing the third one on the list is a really recent game um i'm pretty sure drayton knows exactly which one i'm about to gush about so is it valhalla no ghost of tsushima oh okay oh, yeah. i was like uh, these are all playstation exclusives I think, oh fuck that's right yeah uh, yeah no yeah, um, I haven't played that one yet either. Again, because I don't own a PlayStation, and Sony fucking hates me. <laughs> Fair enough. Ghost of Tsushima, the music, like it. Just as much as they went back and they did the Kurosawa mode, where you play the game in black and white, and it has the old like audio, like it has an old movie grain audio, mm-hmm. and it has the dude. The fucking trailer for that game's oh, music was fantastic. Okay, it's, it's great classical Japanese music. Oh yeah, and it just it. The music is actually part of the world even to where like, you know, with the wind and the audio and how everything moves together, it really gives you that like feeling of being a samurai and having like your movements be um, basically meaningful. Like every movement has to be meaningful and every note in every song in that game is meaningful. Everything hits hard or soft. I mean, one of the things that I think super cool about the game that I and I saw myself doing this a lot was you could actually play a flute in the game and you could play different songs. And like I, at the graves of your friends, like I, there was a song called the, um, it's the something of sorrow, but it's like a, a song that you play at somebody's death. Mm-hmm. And at, like, I would see myself going to people's graves and playing it. Not cause you That's had to, right. just, not cause you had to, cause, cause you, you felt like you, right. Like should. it just felt right. Like you wow. felt like Jin was, like honoring these people, like mourning them, feeling their loss, and it was just so impactful. Yeah, I mean, I've heard I've heard great things about that game. So do you that's own a PlayStation? I do. Yeah, I don't. That's on that's on my I list. Sold for sure. mine. I need to fucking buy another one, dude. And you can buy mine when I get my PS Five. There you go. No joke. Maybe. I mean, maybe PS Four Pro. If I can, a good console. Or just borrow it. Yeah, I mean, you can borrow yeah. that indefinitely. <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> Not indefinitely. Do you already have Ghost Tsushima for it? I mean, until <laughs> you beat it. Why buy it? I mean, buy one and then buy a game when I could just borrow it and play the game. You know. I mean, hey, I, that's another game I platinum this year too. That was there you I, go. Um, and then the last game that I really want to give credit to the four. This was the one that I said that he said three. I'm pretty sure he said three, but I said three, but there was a fourth. Yeah, I said there was a fourth one I didn't throw on, but it really like when I was thinking about Sony, like it popped into my mind, Uncharted. Oh yeah, Uncharted. Nathan Drake's theme adventure, song? just adventure yeah. again. The like, fuck, it makes you feel like you're just adventuring and yeah. let's go. Yeah, like Drake's, and that's the cool thing is that over four games, and I've listened to them back to back to hear so them, similar. Drake's theme is similar, but as Drake has aged and gotten older, the song gets older with him. Like it yeah. matures. Wow. It was very like Sony it, thinks about that kind of they stuff. They do. Sony and I think it's because Sony has such a has such a long, long past in just the film industry too, mm-hmm. and how they are really about all about the story because well, they always have been. They they are so good give, at doing that. Give credit where credit's due. That's also Naughty Dog. Yeah. Like Naughty Dog very much like They don't exist anymore. Yeah. They, what do you mean they don't exist? <laughs> After- <laughs> 
<laughs> they've made like the four they most popular they didn't games. Make, they didn't make any of the crashes, so they don't exist. God, stop shit. it. Uh, but no, Naughty Dog, like I, I think that's a really cool over a series of four games where they could have kept the same theme song mm-hmm. and not a single person would have complained because that first version is very like Indiana Jonesy. Like it has that upbeat, like pump tempo to it. And but as it like got went on and on and on, it just slowed a little bit and it got more mature as Nate got more mature and it almost felt a little older, like it didn't move as fast, kinda as Nate's getting older and he's not able to do the things he did when he was younger. Yep. Um, and it's just it's such amazing music. And I I could true <laughs> Well, there's our copyright. Yep. I didn't do it. No <laughs> but it wasn't me. It's I could good stuff. I could realistically gush about Sony's music. Because like games I didn't even mention, God of War. Yep. The new oh, God of War music yes. is amazing. The the North the, the Norse, Norse like oh my god the music is out of this world. Yeah, Sony. First of all, we God can of War, all agree, Bloodborne. Um, that P- PlayStation's exclusives vastly are much better than Xbox's cons- well, exclusives. Until this generation, I agree. We will see now that Microsoft owns multiple studios. Yeah. And has a chance of not sucking. Yeah. yeah, but we can't count anything Skyrim or no as exclusive. Oh no no no! Well, even if they make it exclusive, yeah, oh, yeah it, it, <laughs> it still doesn't count because they shouldn't have done that. Elder Scrolls. Uh, what are we on six? Six. Elder um, Scrolls six. Exclusive. Eleven years from now, when we get it, you heard it here. <laughs> not sponsored. No. If only yeah, next time. Next, yeah, hey, Bethesda, hit me up. We'll sponsor you. Uh, but yeah, any any closing you'd like to throw in there, Sid? Yeah, sure. I, I've got some um, some honorable mentions, if you will. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah. we had our honorable. That's so, what yeah. Yeah. Just a couple. Um, Gerudo Valley from yep. Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Yes, shocker. You will. You will yeah. soon. Soon enough. But I mean, this one's really cool because it's based off of the Spanish flamenco style guitar playing. It's it's a rhythm yeah. that you really just don't hear anymore. Makes, make, yeah, yeah, I can definitely hear yeah. it. And, and it's that. just you know, it's really good to see that kind of representation in video game. Of course, yeah, <laughs> that game's like twenty years old now, but over twenty years old, well over twenty years old. But and and I also thought that song was really quite influential because it almost sets up your your observations and your like your mental thoughts about the entire race of people mm-hmm. in the within the game the gerudo yeah it's like you associate that song with the people and with you know which that, that's who ganondorf the main bad guy in the game gandalf something basically yeah <laughs> but, with, but with like red hair yeah uh, no but i mean it just it just kind of sets that that mm. that tone in your mind for the the kind of experience you're going to get in that place right. um, some other ones are basically any other song in Zelda Ocarina of Time, um, <laughs> notably the Lost Woods theme, which that's like, it, it, when people who have played Ocarina of Time, that's one of the first songs Not that you me. think of from that game. Soon enough, Drayton, soon enough. <laughs> and um, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Oh, now, Wind that Waker's. one's definitely an honorable mention because a lot of Wind Waker songs are very derivative of Ocarina of Time songs. Yeah. They're pretty much just you know remasters or like read redone like redesigns of... yeah which in a good way they yeah. take they take a lot of inspiration from that game but those are some that i just thought were were good to talk about absolutely yeah. and like i said i keep it nintendo i mean they're they have some of the some of the most mm-hmm. the most talent out of any company oh absolutely period. 
I note how not a single one of us named a single Microsoft game in this. Yeah. What's, as what's a, that? They as fucking kind of suck, but you know. What's a as Microsoft? a diehard Microsoft Xbox fan, I... Str- well, no, nah, that's true. I did at least give that new game a shout out. What game? The Medium. Yeah, the medium. one that's coming out later. That's, but that's not Microsoft, is it? Yeah, it's my. It's an exclusive. Yeah, wow. Well, exclusive. Yeah. Either way, PC. they kind of need to step up the game with. Uh, they do not only music but games in general. Yeah, well, because the games suck ass. That's what this generation's for. Yeah. Hopefully, just I mean, buy, just buy I AC. hope. I hope they because of what I've already seen from Sony. I want to see something at least decent from Xbox, Microsoft in general. But I hope Sony still beats them because I know Sony can. I think Sony can, but I think that this generation, and I mean, we can definitely get into this later when we have both consoles and can talk about both consoles, but I think this generation is Sony's to lose because I think Sony very much is coming out of the gate a little cocky because they, they won for so long that I think they almost feel like they don't have to. And right now, like, yeah, granted the new Intel. Yeah. Yeah, it's like and yeah, the, really. the, the sad thing with Sony is this generation is I think they've almost lost a little sight of like why they were doing so good because you know somebody really pointed out to me that you know like yeah Microsoft and Sony have both had a rough launch but like Sony's made significantly larger mistakes so far in this generation um, like one thing for me that blows my mind is that most of their console exclusives are going to be cross generational, which means that they're designing PS4 games to run on PS5, which means they're not going to take advantage of PS5. Yeah. Like like Spider Man's a big one. Unless they end up making two different versions, kind right? Of like the Xbox Series X version of games, right? Which, which maybe they could do something like that. They yeah, and it, but I I hope a smart way to go about it. I genuinely hope that they do because I really don't want to see. Games like like Horizon Zero Dawn, I know, is going to be a PS4, PS5 game. The new Horizon. And I, there's a rumor right now, I was just reading it today, that God of War might be PS4, oh, PS5. no. And I really wanted, like, I was really hoping that God of War would be the PS5 game that is, like, it, God of shows War could PS5. Win again. Yeah. It could win the year again. Oh, it easy. Won, it won the year that it was in. So yeah, it could no win. competition. Yeah. None. But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. I think that we've got an exciting generation ahead of us, and it's crazy that it literally generation it, of games, not games, not, not generation of people or yeah. this country. But <laughs> <laughs> there's the political note Go for tonight. <laughs> Gotta cut that one out. <laughs> but uh, I? I I think on that note, boys, is there any any other closing comments before we wrap her on up? Well, I would like to say um, thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to kind of go over a lot of these songs, and I've learned a lot. And I hope you guys have, you know, I hope Drayton particularly, you've gotten some inspiration for some <laughs> Zelda games to play. At the you very smell kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, that's, thank you. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Um, no, Sydney, I um, did you ever play Forty Winks on the PlayStation One? It's not your turn, Drayton. <laughs> um, <laughs> that game uh, it has some cool sounds. Go no, on. No, I. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you coming down, man. Like, I I genuinely... It's nice to have another guest on here who... Yeah, we're supposed to have another host. Um, yeah, well, well... That's probably not going to happen. We'll figure it out. But um, it, it's just nice to have somebody else who enjoys gaming as much as we do and wants to talk about it. And yeah, you sound smarter than us. Definitely. <laughs> oh, what, <laughs> what, what, what you going to do? 
but uh, uh still hopefully sound less <laughs> hopefully you'll uh you'll join us again we'll do some more uh some more topics and we have i mean you know an endless supply of things in gaming to talk about so absolutely yeah i'd love to join you guys again this, yeah. this is a lot of fun absolutely uh drayden would you like to leave any <laughs> closing statements um uh again if there's people still watching us leave a comment let us know what you want us to go over or talk yeah. about give us that five star review i kind of have yeah give us a five star review if you like it i gonna i kind of have to figure out how to check comments because i don't know how to do that but we'll figure it out just yeah just... <laughs> um Great. we're kind of new to this let's just count the whole last season as it, it didn't exist yeah. so that's uh, that's season zero we're pretty yeah. new Le- learning more every day yeah yeah um but if we don't get any other guests we'll probably just have sydney on every other one for now yeah. on I mean, that's fine. fine with I, me. I was going to say, I'm sh- I don't know if Sid would complain. Well, I think on that note, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We really, truly appreciate anyone that is out there listening. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode.